The Veritas Radio Network is guaranteed the right to offend, annoy, agitate, shout, harass, and entertain. You should start programming right now. Kind of like the cultural sewage served up on Bravo or CMT, only it's on 24 hours a day, except Sundays. When the truth gets you angry and you throw your smartphone, remember, no one is forcing you to listen to the truth on the Veritas Radio Network. You can't handle the truth. You're doing that of your own free will. That's what makes this country great and any gay marriage pointless. That's offensive. So there isn't much you can do about it, Chowderhead. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Grab a book, take a vow, and conform your mind to reality. Otherwise, you're just another Judas-inspired Karl Marx wannabe. And your children will steal your credit card number to buy tickets to the Miley Cyrus Twerkers Ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. Are you ready? Let's get it on. On the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade. That even the homers at the Clinton News Network cannot bring themselves to have any enthusiasm for the election of President Hillary. After the Trump show last night, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, back it up. After the Ivanka show last night... How do you think my prediction of 48 states to two looks now? Up in here. Hey, uh, greetings. It's the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, asking the question of the day. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, it's a free phone Friday, and you know what that means, right? Oh, and remember, Friday is Hawaiian shirt day. That's right. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and... Uh, Wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Up is Today you are charged with the task of telling us what it is we shall talk about here on the program. 
telephone number to take me up on my kind, benevolent, beneficent offer use of these radio airways. I expect to hear from all of you people today. I even expect to hear... From Alex Jones listeners today. (laughs) Here's the telephone number. 844-527-8723. 844-5-CRUSADE. Email me directly. My email address is the same as it ever has been. It's a king dude, K-I-N-G-D-U-D-E, at MikeChurch.com. Official website for all things moi online at mikechurch.com. Find today's pile of prep. Freshly minted, today's Veritas et Sapientia, which is uh, taken from a encyclical written by Pope Leo XIII. It's, it's pr- pretty amazing, I think, as we uh, get into our discussion here about law and order. This is, to me, this is the takeaway from the Trump speech last night. I'm going to restore law and order. Um, uh, That may sound, uh, well, there's a new sheriff in town. Let me make something clear. Uh, We're going to, as the new sheriff, we're going to do X and we're going to do X. Restoring law and order is, um, I don't think, very well understood by very many people. Uh, and that's because we don't have a proper concept of what law is, and we don't have a proper concept of what order is. Uh, and the first thing we'd have to do is understand why there is law, and then the law then comes, and, and, and then after the law, uh, or actually the, the law comes from the order. Do you, do you see the difference there? If there is order, then an order can establish laws. A law won't establish an order. So, so it's okay to say law and order um, in, 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 in that sequence. That's fine, provided you understand that the latter actually informs the former. This is very key to understanding this because there's only a couple of ways to establish the order part. And if you get the establishment of the order part wrong, folks, you got problems. And I think we have serious problems. As a matter of fact, um, we may be on the precipice of having to deal with uh, problems that were previously unthinkable and uh, not contemplated, although some conspiracy theorists have been contemplating them for quite some time. So our telephone number here on the Mike Church Show, 844-527-8723. I hope you enjoyed our presentation of the Republican National Convention last night. Are we not on? Okay. All right. Um, I, I, I'm just checking because it was, it was just a bad connection. On that oh, one. okay. Just when, 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 when we get a lot, uh, when I see the phone line ringing and you quickly run over to the machine to go check. No, I'm just taking the care nice cast. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All right. So continuing on, um, I hope you enjoyed our presentation last night on YouTube, on the stream and in the chat room. I thought it went uh, amazingly, uh, surprisingly well. 
I want to thank my co-host David Simpson for stopping by. As a matter of fact, I uh, uh, I actually hope that David can make a uh, stop by the <laughs> on the Dude Maker Hotline this morning and give a post a uh, a post speech uh, analysis analysis because we gave one last night. Um, and but we retired. It was a long day. It's been a long week. Uh, yours truly is working on about eighty hours when I got here this morning at five thirty. So uh, I think I'm going to bug out after a half a day, but we've got a lot of time twixt now and then and a lot to discuss. So let's get to it, shall we? Oh, and by the way, if you were in the chat room last night and uh, you were hanging out and you noted that the bottle of 10-year-old Talisker scotch was wielded and uh, uh, some of you have expressed grave concerns and uh, have uh, sent admonishments that David Simpson and I are to immediately... Travel to the nearest Roman Catholic church that we can find, get on our knees, and beg Almighty God to forgive us for our horrible example and our mortal sins committed in front of a watching world last night. Um, I will not be making that sojourn today because I disagree with the premise. And uh, what you saw was, and young Christopher actually uh, tweeted this out. Did you put it on the Facebook, the picture that you took last night? The one that you put on the Twitter feed? Did you post it on Facebook? Yes. Okay. So young Christopher actually posted a photograph uh, that that was taken about two-thirds of the way through a very long evening of toil. Note in that photograph, see if you can find the bottle of Talisker. You can't because it's not there. You know why? Because we didn't start in the Talisker until very late into the evening, and I thought it was a very well-earned wedding at Cana. Uh, there was no irresponsibility uh, here. A little a well-earned wedding, wedding at Cana respite from uh, the day, the entire uh, the entire three and a half hours. Because you know Trump went long. 75 minutes. 75 minutes. How does, how does one talk so long? Uh, wow. Uh, oh, 180 okay. minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> he talked off a teleprompter, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, so uh, I appreciate the, uh, the efforts at fr- fraternal correction. Uh, this is the radio the way it should be, and we do things differently here. Um, uh, and I thought David and I did a, a pretty Fantastic decent job. Fantastic stand-up yeah. job. Now if, now, if you have complaints about last night, then send them to kingdude at mikechurch.com, and I will make sure that, uh, that they either get delivered to yours truly, uh, well, they'll get delivered to yours truly, and uh, to Mr. Simpson, so that, and I don't know, but it, David may disagree. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him later on today about it. Now, let's get into the discussion. Did you find my soundbite about Law & Order? I'm looking for a good one. Well, I, it's right here on the NBC site. Um, Trump said last night, among other, uh, uh, among other things, by the way, how many of you agree with the premise that we should be talking about electing Ivanka and not Donald? And uh, I, I said this last night during our, our, our coverage, that it is, it, it is likely that Ivanka Trump is going to be the first female president, not Mrs. Clinton. By the way, did anybody does anybody even notice today Talk about a fait accompli. F-A-I-T-A-C-C-O-M-P-L-I. A fait accompli. Um, who even cares about the Democrat National Circus, which begins Monday? Did you know? How many people even know what city the Democratic Convention is in? If I polled you right now, would you know what city the Democratic Convention is in? Most people are going to go, uh, Dr. Rex. Um, it's stolen from Ed Wood, the movie. It's in Philadelphia. 
if you're wondering, it's in Philadelphia. Uh, and there's a couple of things that left to, are, are left to be decided today, and I will let you know. As a matter of fact, I will break in. If Mrs. Clinton waddles up to a podium to announce who <laughs> waddles up to a podium, if Mrs. Clinton waddles up to a podium to announce who her choice, her, who her running mate is, uh, is going to be, you will hear it from me because I will break into the coverage here and uh, I will let her make the announcement. Uh, most people think it's going to be Tim Kaine of uh, Virginia. It, it was, uh, I listened to this with rapt attention this morning as the prognosticators on the Clinton News Network. Uh, the prognosticators on the Clinton News Network said, well, why wouldn't it be Kane? But there's an interesting point that was made that Kane is a man, a, a man, a, a very a man of very devout faith. I heard. Let me inform you of something about such a claim. This helps to explain part of our di- disconnect from claiming that we are pro-life. Yeah, uh, I'm pro-life, okay, uh, because I don't think that the women should be having abortions after 20 weeks, okay. Um, because we don't pursue absolute, knowable, and revealed truth in all that we do. Uh, instead, we take the watered-down American or Western civilization modern definitions or, or, or modern perversions of truth. You can claim to be pro-life and get away with making all sorts of claims. Let me just say this unequivocally. No person that claims that they are a person of faith and is a follower of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christum, no person that can claim that can claim that they can be in alliance with a monster like Mrs. Hillary Clinton. The, the, the two are to, totally, uh, uh, totally they're not reconcilable. You cannot be in the assistance of or uh, uh, the commission of such grave acts of mortal sin that Mrs. Clinton uh, engages in and participates in with great regularity. Let me just say that. So anyone that says, well, she chose Cain because he's a man of faith, and that means that because it's, her faith is important to her. No, it's not, because if it was, she wouldn't be out advocating like Margaret Sanger for the abortion of tens upon tens of millions of babies. Simple as that. No, do not accept that. That's going to be one of the storylines. I already heard it this morning, and it's the big storyline that's going to come out of the first, uh, the early days of the Democrat convention on Monday and Tuesday. If it is Tim Kaine, well, this is a different Democrat party, you see. In the age of Trump, we need a softer, more reliable, more, a more professional Democrat party. And yes, we have the element of faith in our party. No, you don't. You're not going to get away with it. You know why? Because most people don't believe that anyways. And secondly, most people don't really care. We've been having this discussion all year long here on this show and on this channel. Most people, if, if questioned, are not going to go Carmelite nun. They're going to go trans. Most people are not going to go security guard at Macy's. They're, and I'll have that story in today's pile of prep. They're going to go trans. Wait, what's the big deal about the bathrooms? Oh, by the way, did you note the insertion? Did you find? I need the clip. Seriously. You got it? I have the, it's about a minute long. He talks about when I take the oath of office. I want that clip. We'll get to that in just a second. Thank you, brother, sister. Uh, Did you note the insertion of the acronym LGBTQ? 
We'll play that clip for you too. Trump asserting, uh, Donald Trump asserting last night that if you are in the LGBT community, I am going to protect you from threats from abroad. Now, this, <laughs> this is a curiosity. Okay, somebody uh, actually brought this up, and I thought, hmm, that's actually not a bad point. When you say you're going to protect the LGBTQ community from threats from abroad. What, I mean, what, what do you think immediately? When you think threats from abroad, well, I think madmen dressed in um, uh, with, with, with big beards and, and uh, other identifying Muslim garb, I think of them uh, going into nightclubs in Orlando, for example, and doing what it is that they did. But he was specific. And remember, he was reading from a teleprompter. This was not a Trump off-the-cuff speech. Now, there's a couple of theories that I have on that. And that uh, today, the real Trump returns, that he did what he had to do last night in Cleveland and uh, silenced all the geo, all, all the uh, defense sitters in, in the Republican Party, made the speech that they wanted him to make, said what, the, the, he said what, what, uh, what they wanted him to say. He equivocated on a couple of things. He pacified some of the more moderate voices in the party. And uh, now we let the convention, and this is the platform, blah, 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 blah. I don't believe any of that for one, one nanosecond. That guy cannot be controlled by a political party. I, I, I know that the temptation is there to believe or to think uh, that it sounds like Trump is going to be controlled, but knowing what we know, and, and we've been following this for over a year uh, now, since he announced in June of last year, uh, I don't believe it for a nanosecond. I think you're going to see the real Donald Trump showing up. If he hits the campaign trail today, you're going to see the real Trump hit the campaign trail today. You know what I'm going to find fascinating about this? When the Democrat Party rolls out bigwigs at their stupid convention at the Democrat National Circus, the DNC, on uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night, some of you may be wondering, Mike, are you going to cover it? Uh, I'll cover Hillary's uh, speech on Thursday night. We'll probably come in for that, but no, not the rest of the week. Um, what does Trump do to upend and insert himself to disrupt and steal headlines for the Democrat from from the Democrat circus. That will be and 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 believe and I think I'll be proven correct. That will happen with regularity. If there's any positive headline that can come out of Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, the next morning, that night or the next morning, there will be a controversy. It'll be uh, that will be concocted by either Trump or someone in the Trump campaign that will make it that will bury that headline and it will nullify its effect. Folks, 48 states to two. I stick with the prediction. It might even be 50 states to two. The two. Somebody asked me yesterday, Mike, Minter Church, Minter Church. What are the two states that you think and he's not going to win? Vermont, Hawaii. That's the two. All right, let's play the clip. I want to get into this. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about the LGBTQ thing. We'll talk about it later on. But no, let, let me just make one more point on that. The B part of LG, and here's how I usually say it, LGBTQ is bi, right? Bisexual. It is then bi, B-Y, definition, adulterous. And anyone that says that they're for the LGBTQ agenda and for equality and all that, you're not really for equality. You are saying, by definition, you are for adultery. Because if you're bi, that implies some form of a partner. 
in many instances, a husband or a wife. So if you're bi, that means not only are you committing crimes against nature, sins against nature, but you're committing sins against the eternal law of God in the, in, in the sin of adultery. Uh, and it's just to, to, to hear that and to see it promoted with Peter Thiel and others that, uh, to, and, and even Ivanka Trump last night, uh, that tells you a little bit about why we're staying on the outside. There ain't going to be any Trump endorsement coming from me. Uh, Marshall DeRosa's talk notwithstanding, uh, and we'll talk about that all day long. By the way, we really want your participation today, uh, your reaction to the Trump show last night. Eight four. Here's my telephone number, 844-527-8723. Now, here's a Law & Order clip from last night. I have a message to every last person threatening the peace on our streets and the safety of our police. When I take the oath of office next year, I will restore law and order to our country. Believe me, believe me, believe me, believe me. I will work with and appoint the best and brightest prosecutors and law enforcement officials to get the job properly done. In this race for the White House, I am the law and order candidate. All right, that's all right. I am the law and order candidate. There's two parts to this. I, I'm going to restore. I'm going to restore order to the streets. Uh, I have a message for you. If you're one of the ones that is out there killing cops, desiring to kill cops, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I'm going to restore order. And the second part is I'm going to appoint prosecutors. No, 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 no. The terminology. Going to appoint prosecutors and law enforcement to get the job done. Folks, this is, I think, where we need to discuss, fo- focus most of our attention. And it is on the order part of law and order. How do you establish order? What is order? Here, here's a great, I'll give you a reading suggestion on this. Uh, slouch on over to Amazon and find a copy of Russell Kirk's uh, 1968, 65, somewhere in there mid-60s book called The Roots of Moroccan Order. Of course, he called it The Roots of American, but The Roots of Moroccan Order. <clears throat> In Kirk's book on order, uh, he traces the what we call order, American uh, order, American style. Duh, duh, duh. He traces it all the way back to the Greeks. And it's a historical walkthrough from the Greeks to the Roman, uh, Greeks to the Roman pagans to the Christian Romans through Christianity and all the way up through the founding and uh, into the modern era. It's a uh, it's a long book. It's really hard to read, uh, <laughs> it, but it's a great history book. It, it's a it, it's a nice it's it's a very well it's a very detailed walk through order. But in the first couple of chapters, Kirk gets it right. And uh, in those chapters, when uh, when Kirk gets it right, and he walks through, where does order come from? There's two parts, law and order. Most people think that, you, that the order is correct, that law makes order, and that uh, you have law so that you can have order. That's not correct. Remember, remember, remember when uh, um, Dr. Charles Murray was on this show, 
And he said, Mike, I'd like to, I'd like to share with you and your listeners, uh, I'd like to leave you with a catchphrase that you can use that descri- uh, describes the order that we seek. And the order that we seek is obedience to the unenforceable. Now, it's obedience to the unenforceable because this is, that is the practice by, by which man's affairs are governed internally. He does what he does because he is seeking the truth in all things. His, his eyes, his gaze are, are always fixed on eternity. And want to fall into mortal sin doesn't want to doesn't don't want to meet, uh, fall into any uh, uh, commit any sin uh, if avoidable, and wants to pursue difficult things like virtue. Virtue is difficult. If it weren't difficult, everyone would be a saint. Uh, but the order part comes from internally. You have order. I have order. Our our intellect is conformed to the to uh, to the reality that there is a known truth and has been revealed to us and in that truth we find order i'd like to read something to you on a, a, a to that score here let's see if i actually printed out all the st- stuff that i threatened to print out today some days <clears throat> christopher can you give me what's on the printer please cuz i did print it out it's on the printer <laughs> meanwhile consider this the moral law is the work of divine wisdom. Moral law is the work of divine wisdom. This is where the order comes in. Its biblical meaning can be defined as fatherly instruction. God's pedagogy. It prescribes for man the ways, the rules of conduct that lead to the promised beatitude. It prescribes the ways of evil, which turn him away from God and his love. It is at once firm in its precepts and in its promises, worthy of love. Okay. So that is a a good definition of moral law. Here, here's another definition of law. Law is a rule of conduct enacted by competent authority. By the way, folks, today, did I mention that today is Free Phone Friday? Did I say it was Free Phone Friday? I think I did mention that it's Free Phone Friday. And uh, you can call about pretty much anything that you want to, uh, except missing garbage trucks from the Alex Jones studio. Just thought I'd drop that in. 844-527-8723. Back to the uh, definition. Law is a rule of conduct enacted by competent authority for the sake of the common good. The moral law presupposes the rational order established among creatures. Uh, uh, If if it's established among a creature, the word kriata implies what? A creator, right? You, 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 You can't have creatures. We're creatures. You're a creature. I'm a creature. Some of you think I'm a really horrible creature. <laughs> I have family members that think I'm a horrible creature. Uh, you're a creature. I'm a creature. Yeah, yes, 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 Mr. Lebowski. You're a creature. I'm a creature. Yes, yes, I know what. Uh, creature implies creator. Tuck that in the back of your, your, your brain as uh, we discuss this today. If you're going to have creatures, then you're going to have to create. Where did the creature come from? It was created. Okay, who created? The creator. Just remember that. 
The moral law presupposes the rational order established among creatures for their good and to serve their final end by the power, wisdom, and goodness of the Creator. All law finds its first and ultimate truth in the eternal law. Law is declared and established by reason as a participation in the providence of the living God, creator and redeemer of all. Such an ordinance of reason is what one calls law. Alone among animate beings, man can boast of having been counted worthy to receive a law from God. In other words, law comes in the form of a gift. Law is for our benefit. It's not for our detriment. It's for our benefit. And we, and we perceive it. That's against the law. Well, it's against goodness or it's against reason. As an animal endowed with reason, capable of understanding and discernment, he is to govern his conduct by using his freedom and reason in obedience to the one, capital O, who has entrusted everything to him. Okay, so that's law. I said I was going to do order first. That's a definition of law. That is a, catech a catechism definition of, of law and what its purpose is. All right? So law is not for, and understand this, law is not for the shaping of the intellect and, uh, and your moral behavior. It is to enforce it. There's a big difference between uh, shaping it guiding it, uh, constraining it, informing it, directing it, then enforcing. So law is the enforcement part. Better church, please! We, we came to live in the U today, then you were going to explain Trump to it, and you're droning on about law. It's an important discussion. Most radio shows or television shows won't bother to go into this de de uh, detail. That's why we're here on the Crusade Channel. We have the luxury of controlling the clock and the time, and, uh, and uh, we are blessed with, with, you, with you listening uh, listening out there or watching on the YouTube. We have the time to do this. I think we should do it. You know why? Because I think it's important. You know why I think it's important? Because if someone promises to be a law and order candidate and then becomes a law and order, order president, it's not far from law and order candidate to law and order president to Il Duce and trains running on time. Get it? Nobody thinks that Donald Trump is going to be a dictator, Mr. Church. <clears throat> I didn't say dictator. You don't have to be a dictator in order to make the trains run on time. You can be close. Now, what does it matter about the, uh, we, we've established what the law is. Now let's get to the order, order, uh, the order part. Where does order come from? Order comes from tradition. Order is informed by tradition. It's informed by reason. It's informed by tradition, and it's informed by the eternal law. You can form your mind on the reality that there is a known truth. There's a truth. We can know it. And we can form our mind on the reality that we are to live it. We're to honor it. Let me read something to you. By the way, we are here live. It's the Mike Church Show on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network. Radio the way it should be here on a free phone Friday. Liberty, the highest, uh, people want to talk about liberty all the time. Uh, liberty is a component of order. And it's a component of order because we have the liberty to pursue order. Uh, 
We have the uh, the liberty to pursue truth as well, and that's where this all that's where all this is leading. Liberty, the highest of natural endowments, being the portion only of intellectual or rational natures, confers on man this dignity that he is in the hand of his counsel and has power over his actions. But the manner in which such dignity is exercised is of the greatest moment, inasmuch as on the use that is made of liberty, the highest good and the greatest evil alike depend. Man indeed is free to obey his reason, to seek moral good, and to strive unswervingly after his last end. Underscore that after his last end. Again, what are we hearing here? Keep your eyes and your gaze firmly fixed on eternity. Eternity matters. Yet he is also free to turn aside to all other things, and in pursuing the empty semblance of good to disturb rightful order and to fall headlong into the destruction which he has voluntarily chosen. So you have the liberty to sin, in other words. Now, you sin or you don't sin, or you pursue virtue and the truth inside of the order. Again, how is the order established? You have two things, law and order. The order part is what we're focusing on here. Because you can have order from two sources, either external or internal. There's, no, there's only two mechanisms. Order comes from either internal or external. If it comes from internal, that means you are obedient, or obedient to the unenforceable. Uh, you are obedient to things that you are choosing to be obedient to. You know, you're choosing the path of virtue. You're choosing the path of, 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 of being in conform, conformity with the, more, with, with the truth that has been re revealed about the moral code and about morality. Okay? Get it? But you don't have to. Now, now when, we, when we get scores and scores of people that deviate from this, and choose not to obey it, and choose to deny the natural order, to deny that they are creator or created, to deny that there is a truth and that we can know it and conform our mind to it. That's what reality is. Conform the truth is conformity of the mind to reality, and uh, then you, and you continue, and you have more and more people that deny this. Then your order is not ordered internally. This is where problems come in. We live in a society where most of our order is external. We are obeying the the whims, the fancy, the perversions of a mob, a mob of homosexuals, a mob of people who deny the very existence that they are created and deny their creator his right. What about God's right to determine that you're a male or a female? You never hear about this. Only that, well, you have the right to trans. You have the right to... What about God's right? God chose to make you a male, sir. Bruce, you're Bruce. You're not, you're not Caitlin, you're Bruce. God has the right, the ultimate, supreme, un, uh, irrevocable, uh, omnipotent right to determine your gender. If he made you a female, accept it. Be humble. If he made you a male, accept it. Be humble. When we choose to not be humble, we're automatic, automatically outside of the order. Okay, so then how are you going to establish an order? You're going to establish an order by the rule of man. And brothers and sisters, brother, sister, sister, brother, 
That's where we are today. This is a precarious and dangerous place to be, folks. Don't kid yourselves. Because if man gets to choose what the order is, then man in this day and age, seriously, do you want to live under the rule of what our exalted elites say the order ought to be? Of, of denying your own gender? Of, uh, of the executions uh, that are happening apace of soon-to-be-born babies? Of the indiscriminate killing and bombing of non-combatants in third world countries? Of the starvation imposed by sanctions on the people of Russia? On the people of Yemen and other countries? We're all party to this. Why? Because our order is external. If our order is external, we're in the exact same position the Germans were in in 1934. We're in the exact same position the Russians were in in 1917. We're in the exact same position the Cubans were in in 1958, with the exception being Cuba was basically, I, I know not officially, but basically a Catholic country. It still remains to this day. Why do you think the Pope still goes there? To go hold masses there and to beg the Castro brothers to relent. Well, uh, 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 John Paul II and I think Benedict went there and uh, other popes since the uh, since the rise of communism and denounced communism. So communism is antithetical to a order that's internal, an order that comes from the revealed truth. Continuing, the Redeemer of all mankind. Jesum Christum, having restored and exalted the original dignity of nature, vouchsafed special assistance to the will of man. And by the gifts of his grace here and the promise of heavenly bliss hereafter, he raised it to a nobler state. In other words, was man better off before or after Christ? That's the question that Leo XIII is addressing here. Was the morality and uh, the order, was it better before or after Christ? Well, uh, if, you, if you like traveling to Europe, or if you think that Europe is a cool place, and if you like all the old magnificent architecture or the art and the literature that came out of the Renaissance and before in the ages of faith and all that, if you, like to, if you like to boast and brag that we are all immigrants and we came from Europe, we came from the continent for the most part, and even though the, the, our, our brothers and sisters from Latin America were uh, by and large imported into uh, in a large scale uh, in, into Latin America from Europe. So we are a product of that Christian age. We, in other words, we have that Christian age and that order established by, uh, by Christ to thank for our position. I said this last, uh, last week. When we say we're going to hell in a handbasket, this country's going to hell in a handbasket. I tell you what, man, that dang old country's going to hell in a handbasket. You're saying, okay, what are you comparing it to? What was it like before it went to hell in a handbasket? Well, it was the order of Christendom. That was an internal order. Today we have an external order, which is why we see the world still bedeviled and still plagued with madmen that wish to rule us. Madmen which, uh, that wish to tell us what the order is going to be. This is how you get Mussolini's. 
It's how you get Hitlers. It's how you get Stalins and Lenins and Castros and Khmer Rouges. They don't go and say, we're going to torture you. We're going to kill you. We're going to... Uh, uh, um, uh, we're going to uh, annihilate your family. We're going to impoverish you. They come as liberators. They come as defenders. But they're always defenders or promoters of a secular order, an order that is external. And it's external because it is of their making. Dangerous stuff here, folks. Run as fast as you can. So when you hear, uh, Christopher, play the clip one more time. Now that we've had a little bit of a discussion about what law and order is, let's listen to the Trumpster, Trump, uh, Trump, uh, Trumpzilla again from last night, one more time. I have a message to every last person threatening the peace on our streets and the safety of our police. When I take the oath of office next year, I will restore law and order to our country. Believe me, believe me. I will work with and appoint the best and brightest prosecutors and law enforcement officials to get the job properly done. In this race for the White House, I am the law and order candidate. Law and order. Okay, so just focus on the order part. Now, the law, obviously, is, uh, is left to the enforcers. Yes. 844 527-8723, our telephone number. Let's go to the Free Phone Friday telephones. I, I'm going to continue on this because there's much more to go. This is uh, our friend Fabian in California, first up here today on Free Phone Friday. Mike Church Show on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network. We are live in the Bulldog Kia studios at uh, and find them at bulldogkia.com or call 855-BULLDOG for the best deal on a newer used Kia in North America. We'll see you at Bulldog Kia. Yes, Fabian, how are you? I'm doing all right, surviving Friday, uh, Mike. I, uh, you don't survive I, Friday, you enjoy Friday, right? Well, no, I enjoy the pain of Friday. Well, you know, you don't, you know, actually, you don't <laughs> enjoy Friday. You, you, you're, you're sober, you, uh, you pray and contemplate on the mysteries of the sorrowful, uh, the sorrowful uh, mysteries of the rosary. Uh, that uh, every Friday is a remembrance that it was the uh, the day of the, of the week that our Lord was crucified uh, uh, after being beaten and humiliated and his kingship denied and all that. So it is a solemn occasion as well. Yes, and, and, and if you can pray the, uh, the, the, the the chapel of the Lord of our blessed mother, that will be a plus too, if, if you have devotion to, to our mother. Anyways... Uh, you, I think you you said it very well. I, I watched the, uh, the 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 speech last night, mm. and uh, I I come from a, from South America, so I think it I you know I'm very well accustomed to all that demagogy and, 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 and all that that speech. That, oh, you've seen you know, the that, the Chavezes of the world uh, and, and and the other ten horn dictators who wish to establish law and order, haven't you? Well. Yeah, and, 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 and then the, the thing that you were saying like a few minutes ago, that's the scary part. 
because in South America, for example, when 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 you know when the military didn't like a president, they just take over, and then they just oppress you. And and, and some people like that. Believe me, in in Argentina, Uruguay, and Brazil, that's the countries that I know most of. Them. You know that happened a long time ago, mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's the thing that is the scary part because when you wanted to try to enforce the order, if it's like you were saying, the order of men, but mm-hmm. not the order, you know, you're respecting the respect and the moral order of first God and, and, and second, you know, the, the society and, and and men at large, and you just try to impose. Your belief—that that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. That's when you, you know, you you don't trust. I don't know. It's here, like, like I was uh, since I came to this country, and and and, and that's the part that I like the most. Before I live here, uh, is that you know I enjoy the the fact that everything worked and and and, and people were uh, very respectful. Uh, this is not the first California. It's not the first state that I that I land on. I land on the Oregon, and now I realize that all my friends that or whatever they are more they are not well. There is some conservative people there that, for the most part, no. And I have a different vision of of uh, the U.S. now that I have uh, before. But but I like the people here. That's what I came and 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 the fact that everybody was. Uh, respectful of each other and everything works. Uh, it's not like living in a second world country and all my family is here. Well, no, my family, not, I have kids here that they grow up in, and this is their country. Uh, but like you were saying, now I, you know, I come to a realize that this is turning like another of those places that I lived before. <laughs> It's turning like I don't know. It, I'm 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 scared now. Like you know, people who don't like certain things will begin to do an up, uproar in in, in in order to defend the country. Probably maybe they are well-intentioned people have good intentions, but in, in the process, I don't know what's going to happen. Instead of maybe I think it put an order, it's going to be a chaos. Uh, now, what, what what South American country did you come from, Fabian? I come from Uruguay. Okay, it's a very small country. It is, and, and, it's, and it's so sad. Now, I mean, that all all those countries, as you well know, were were uh, were founded by the Spaniards, and and and, and uh, I mean, they are all Catholic countries per se. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't practice it. I can include myself on it. I I grew up as a credit Catholic, but but you know, that's not what I. <laughs> What exactly, you know, I, I, I didn't grow, uh, you know, in the faith, even though I went to a Catholic uh, schools and all that. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, now it's, it's no longer there. Even even the president of uh, Uruguay now, he, he says uh, just out loud that he's, uh, he's a Freemason and all that. So <laughs> it's a very well controlled, uh, they control the people there. Basically, remind me a lot of things when the politicians in Uruguay and, and in Argentina, you name it, when they wanted to, uh, to to get elected, the first thing that they do is that they begin to deliver all those kind of speeches. I am the best, and, and I'm going to give you jobs, and I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to give you, give you, give you, give you, give you. And, and mostly in the rallies and all that, the, right. the things that they do the most, they just go and feed people. 
Well, you, well, you, know? now, well, now you, you have two elements here uh, that uh, that took came out of the Trump uh, the Trump show last night, the Ivanka show last night. Uh, one of them is the uh, is the uh, intentional focus on all things being. Uh, you can reduce all things down to what it is uh, to their utility. Now, when we become utilitarian, this is this is another monism. Um, we reduce things down to what their utility is, like uh, the, like the utility in uh, when Miss Tr- when uh, when Ivanka Trump was talking about we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have mothers that are gonna have real uh, uh, real maternity leave. They're gonna be able to have children and they're gonna be able to go home and we're gonna mandate this and do all that. Do you, now what's the utility of that? In other words, motherhood in and of itself is not a, uh, it does not have a utility. It's the work that has the utility, Fabian. The work, yes, the work yes. is. And, and also, well, and I came to realize that too, you know, the family is the, is the main focus. I mean, I'm a traditionalist per se now, and I'm very new and all this, but, but it, it is supposed the mother to be at home raising the kids raising like another Christ at home, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and, and, and if they have a vocation to be a priest or the girl to be an aunt or a religious or something, that first comes first, and mm-hmm. then, you know, or and then if they have a vocation to have a, a family, that's the second thing. And then third, like, you know, for a, for, for a woman, and even for a man, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't train you anymore, like, you know, to be a really productive and, and respectful human being. And, and, and like you were saying, now it's first the girls have to go and, and, and have a good education, and, and, and that's okay with me. My wife has a master's degree, well, look, I, uh, and I, I didn't even finish my, my high school, and well, I have to work very hard to make some means to, to, to sustain my family. But... But that's part of my stupidity because I, I was doing the wrong stuff when I was a young person. Well, but, and that's but the why, woman well, well, has to be at home. Well, Fabian, this is, this is why. Okay, so this is why. It's one of the reasons why we do what we do here on uh, the Crusade Channel, the Mike Church Show. As a matter of fact, there's a uh, there's a tweet out there right now by Mountain Kleiner, uh, listening right now to Veritas Radio Network to purge your mind of modern confusion about law and order. He's correct. It is a modern confusion. Because prior to the revolution of the 16th century, there was no confusion about the order. The family was the center of uh, all life was based around the eternal law that God told us to, to go be fruitful and multiply. That's the fact, Jack. You can conform your mind to it or not. Trace back to the devolution of the family, whether it's through divorce or whether it's through bastards and single motherhood, whether it, it is through social dissolution, whether it's through this, this ridiculous idea that man has to leave his house and cannot find his living or make his living um, uh, on, a, on a piece of land, that you can't be an agrarian anymore. If you do, you have to compete in, in, exactly. in the marketplace, etc., etc. This is all traced back. So when did... When did the end, when did all this begin to unravel? It is not, you can't even deny this. It is a point of historical record and fact. It began with the divorce of Henry VIII from Catherine of Aragon, and it hasn't stopped since. 
You know what's yeah. maddening about that, though? If you say that, then well, well, that's just your that's your you stupid idiot papist. You, you, you keep the you, you and your rules. I got an email from a guy. I'm going to read it to you in a little bit here from a, a, a gentleman accusing me and you of being a bunch of brain dead monkey uh, knuckle dragging Neanderthals that just blindly and blithely obey the wishes of papists and rules and regulations instead of practicing the love of Christ. Instead of practicing this and that of Christ, it is a love and a work of charity to tell someone that they're on the wrong path and that you're approaching mortal sin. If that's not charity, and do it at great risk to yourself and to your career, into your station in life, into your popularity on Facebook or wherever, that is an act of charity. And no, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about all of you people that do it. Why else would you do it? If we do it out of pride, let God correct me. If we do it out of charity and love, it's an act of charity. And if it's not an act of charity, then it's a sin against charity. Don't go there. But I don't make this stuff up, Fabian. You know, in the same letter that, uh, that this, guy, this gentleman just wrote me, he praises me as a great historian, when I'm but only when I'm talking about the founding fathers. As if, Fabian, and for all the rest of you out here that think that, you really can hold this thought in your brain that I can be a constitutional historian that you rely on and you are willing to, uh, to share my work and the, and the history research that I've done with your children. But if I step off the reservation and I get into the field of actual human endeavors and their mo and, and the more the history of the people of faith, then now all of a sudden I'm an idiot and I'm an imbecile and I don't know how to do research and footnotes and I can't interpret and tell the stories of history. It, well, That's just like, bonkers, you man. You touched the nerve. You touched the nerve of them, and it's, it's, like, it's like you were saying, I know I touched the nerve. I touched the nerve with myself. The of Americanism, and they're supposed to put God first. You have to respect your country. This is my country now, too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a U.S. citizen now. And I respect the laws, and, and, well, and, and, and I do everything that, that, like you were saying, first is God. Well, Fabian, uh, I appreciate your call, brother. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much, and, and and you know, Mike, you you don't listen to those people. You just do your. I don't work listen to them, like but you do and put all your Catholicity but, in action there. Well, th Fabian, <laughs> thank you, brother. Here, here's what's frustrating to me: this is not done out of pride. I don't gain anything out of it. I'm not, I, I don't even seek to gain. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm basically taking a vow of poverty because I know I'm not going to gain anything out of it, and yet it still comes. Oh, I trust you when you're a historian and you're on the Murica reservation. The moment you step out of it into the other one, now you're, now you're crappy. That's just your interpretation with your stupid rules. and Well, you telling me that the – here, I'll show you the YouTube audience. you telling me I'm getting ready to republish this book with about 15 pages of illustrations and footnotes added that Father Culkin did not add to his book. It'll still be a brief history. You telling me that the Mike Church that just read this entire story, just researched it thoroughly, and just footnoted the entire history of the English Reformation by Gerard Culkin, you telling me that this is bogus history? And that the end did not, it all did not begin to unravel in the modern world with the divorce of Henry VIII from Catherine of Aragon? Prove it. Prove me wrong. Prove it. I, as a matter of fact, I challenge you. Prove it. Prove it. I can prove this case. Can you prove yours? 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. If you'd like to be on the program here on a free phone Friday. 
844-527-8723. Back to the, uh, I'd like to read you some more from uh, this this encyclical that that, that I was reading about liberty. And then I have Patrick J. Buchanan and his thoughts on Theodore or Edward Raphael Cruz. Where do you hear this? We're going to stay on the subject of law and order. Okay, so liberty. Where do we get liberty from? It is with moral liberty. It's all part of the uh, of the order equation. Remember, folks. I, I tell you what. I'll just skip to the end. Liberty, then, as we have said, belongs only to those who have the gift of reason or intelligence. Considered as to its nature, it is the faculty of choosing means fitted for the end proposed. For he is master of his actions who can choose one thing out of many. Boy, more beautiful prose and word hath not been written. Let me read that sentence to you again. You want a definition of what liberty is and uh, ought to be and how we ought to define it? Here you go. Quote. All right, let me do it the old-fashioned way. Quote. Liberty then, as we have said, belongs only to those who have the gift of reason or intelligence. Considered as to its nature, it is the faculty of choosing means fitted for the end proposed. For he is master of his actions, who can choose one thing out of many. In other words, real liberty is choosing moral truth. It is choosing the moral teaching as laid down and defended since 33 AD. That's what real liberty is. When you, Because you, you're always presented with the choice. Am I going to go transsexual or am I going to accept my gender, my sex? Am I going to go bisexual or am I going to accept that I'm married, I'm not going to be an adulterer, and I'm not going to experiment because I'm going through a midlife crisis? You choose. We all, we're always choosing. The, the, to have the liberty, this is the liberty. This is what Christopher Rauer writes about in Liberty, the God, the, God, uh, the God that failed, his book. When you use the liberty to choose, and you choose the one action, the one true action over the many, then you have order. Then order can be replicated. It can be repeated. Let me ask you a question. How does something become tradition? It becomes tradition out of order. Okay, what is the, how, how does something then become a good part, uh, uh, a tradition? It is something that creates good, its results. Did you hear the part about you do things, everything we do is done and must be done and must be, you must conceive and weigh it against its end. What is the end? <clears throat> is, uh, liberty is the faculty of choosing means fitted for the end proposed. What's the end proposed? Beatific vision, returning your soul, God gifted you with, and me, custody of here in this realm, returning it to from whence it came. That's the end. 844-527-8723. Free phone Friday, Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network. Continuing. Now, since everything chosen as a means is viewed as good or useful, and since good as such is the proper object of our desire, it follows that freedom of choice is a property of the will, or rather is uh, uh, is identical with the will insofar 
as it has in its action the faculty of choice. But, but the will cannot proceed to act until it is enlightened by the knowledge possessed by the intellect. In other words, the good wished by the will is necessarily good insofar as it is known by the intellect. And this the more, because, because in all voluntary acts, choice is subsequent to a judgment upon the truth of the good presented, declaring to which good preferences should be given. No sensible man can doubt that judgment is an act of reason, not of the will. The end or object both of the rational will and of its liberty is that good only which is in conformity with reason. There's so much more on this. Telephone number, if you'd like to be on the free phone Friday uh, program here, 844-527-8723. That's 844-5-CRUSADE. 844-527-8723. Website, VeritasRadioNetwork.com. Folks, I'd like to introduce a brand-new advertiser here on the Crusade Channel and thank J.D. for his support. Let me introduce you to J.D. African Safaris. So J.D. is a listener for a long time, and he approached me. Remember I told you, remember, remember, you, you won't believe how easy I will make advertising here on the Crusade Channel for you. All you got to do is ask. Well, J.D. approached, and uh, now I'm telling you all about J.D.'s African safaris. Many of you, I know some of you have written me, go to Africa. You go on hunting trips and, uh, uh, and on safaris. Why not use, remember, remember, remember. Do business with those who do business with us. J.D.'s phone number, toll-free, 855-438-5838. J.D.'s got a special just for you. If you're considering, or you and your wife, or someone else, or you and your buddies, we're planning an African safari, maybe this winter or next winter, considered using J.D. African safaris. Seven days hunting in the beautiful eastern Cape of South Africa, Trophy hunting for blessed buck, impala. You ever seen an impala? Springbok, warthog, wildebeest, or zebra. And no, he doesn't mean Hillary when he says wildebeest or zebra. Total cost, 4650 bucks. That's a steal. Includes guide, meals, skinning, drinks, lodging, airport pickup and drop-off from Port Elizabeth. It's not include airfare, taxidermy, or freight return of trophies. So introducing you again, Crusade Channel listeners, to a new advertiser here on our, um, as we continue to expand, thanks to God's grace and your assistance, J.D. African Safaris. Thanks, J.D. Appreciate you, brother. All right. I almost appreciate you, sister. Brother. You know, that, that'll make sense when I play the Monty Python clip later on today. It's the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel. Stand by. Debbie Schlossel from DebbieDoesPolitics.com with this week's movie review. She's going to review Star Trek Beyond and much more. You're not going to want to miss it here. The Mike Church Show on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be.